Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out of pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. All I'm hearing from people are, are you going to remember to say the name of the show? Or are you going to come on and say, it's the John and Ken show over and over again? And I would tell them, I know my own name, but... Apparently, somebody wanted to start a drinking game online. How many times I was going to screw it up. Somebody asked me how long I thought it was going to take for you to get it right. I said, oh, months and months and months. You're probably right. I said a year. <laughs> it's the John Cobalt Show. Woo! Woo-hoo! New. Not necessarily improved, but new. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's uh, that's what it's going to be. And I just want to say that uh, Eric, you, and and Ray, and and Clay did a terrific job on the uh, farewell show for Ken. Oh, producing you. it and getting all the uh, phone calls on from people in our past and uh, all the uh, old clips. That that really was well done, all of you, on a short time frame. So thank you. Uh, we're going to just get right into the show and just do what we've uh, always done all these years. And first up is going to be Blake Trolley from KFI News. And uh, two dozen L.A. County cities tried to end the zero bail policy in the county by taking it to a judge. Uh, And for now, they've hit a wall. Uh, We're going to talk now with Blake to see uh, what kind of wall this is. Blake, how are you? Yeah, John. Well, a court. Good. You know, it's so weird, John, just saying John. 
and not guys. I got to say that this might take me a few months uh, for the uh, adjustment <laughs> period here. Yeah, I know. Just say guys. Anyways, uh, hey, you know, I have an uncle. He doesn't know anybody's name in the family. So every holiday, birthday, whatever, he just calls everybody guy. Yeah. That's his thing. Hey, guy. Hey, so. buddy. <laughs> hey, boss. Everybody who works you- in fast food. <laughs> You paid them the money. Thanks, boss. Here's your order, boss. Whatever you want. You know, the other day I went to a bar alone, which I rarely do, but I was sitting there drinking, and the guy came up to me and said, hey, buddy. And that's when you know it's time to go, when the bartender's calling you buddy. Buddy. That's that's your hint that you're looking a little strange in there. Yeah, (laughs) you've been there too long. Well, what about this, uh, this lawsuit that these L.A. County cities brought to try to stop zero bail? Actually, this, this yeah, was John, heard so a core in, argument. These, go ahead. Well, yeah, this is being heard down in Orange County. And a core argument these cities are making is that the California Constitution requires courts to consider public safety when setting bail. The cities say all of the crimes under this blanket zero bail policy, I mean, or given the, the size of this blanket, it's unconstitutional that these crimes are too wide ranging. And some of these criminals could be a threat to public safety if they're allowed to walk out. Now, the judge seemed to not agree with their assessment and denied an injunction that would reinstate the old bail system. The judge ruled that bail is not required under the Constitution. The judge also gave the cities 29 cities until the end of next month to strengthen their arguments and come back. This morning, I had a a chance to speak with the attorney representing the cities. It sounds like as of today, the cities are in the planning phase of responding. Nonetheless, Kimberly Harl Barlow, the attorney representing the city, says she disagrees with this uh, judge's ruling. I think our point was that because the Constitution requires taking into consideration the criminal history of the defendant, the seriousness of the crime, the risk to the public, the risk to the victims, uh, that just having an across-the-board zero bail structure does not comply with that requirement. So it's not that you could never have zero bail or there might not be offenses that could that could reasonably be subject to zero bail, but that the wholesale... Um, exemption of hundreds of crimes from any cash bail uh, we think is inappropriate. So I disagree with the ruling to the extent that it says. So she says at least some of the cities are open to talking with county officials outside of court to try to find some sort of resolution. As you hear there, they're not completely against zero bail for every single crime that's committed, but they are saying that this is way too wide ranging. And some of these crimes that have been roped into here uh, really need to have a second look. And they don't believe that this blanket policy of just looking at what the charges and letting somebody walk on zero bail assesses public safety under the constitution. But this was put into the, into, effect by the los angeles superior court judges which is why the case yeah was heard in orange county to eliminate that conflict of interest so they're the ones who implement so i mean who who are the these uh, city officials going to talk to they'd have to talk to the judges they're trying to talk directly to the L.A. County uh, court judges and the L.A. County court officials. And what and we'll go straight to this. Hall Barlow tells me the courts did not seem interested and still do not seem interested in uh, carrying out these conversations. One of the fundamental issues here is that there were um, no efforts to meet with or reach out to law enforcement prior to the formulation of these schedules um, and that no input was was 
you know, as I say, invited or accepted um, regarding that. And it's, it's just hard to conceive of how you could legitimately give public safety the top priority that it's supposed to have in bail decisions without having done that. Now, the court system, the L.A. County court system, is arguing that the release status is being determined by risk to the public uh, or victim safety, which it says is consistent with the constitutional purpose of bail. I don't know if you remember this, John, but L.A. County court officials released a report at the end of October, which analyzed data from the first three weeks of the zero bail program. The court found that three percent of people booked on suspicion of crime. Uh, and then were released on zero bail, were subsequently re- uh, rearrested. That report analyzed 5,113 bookings. 40% of those were under bail. But that's still a hefty amount of bookings that are not, that are now subject to this new system. And when you say 3%, I was trying to do the math. It's kind of hard the way that they laid out these numbers. But 3% could still mean quite a bit of repeat crime uh, as far as the actual number goes. 3% sounds like a low percentage, but we're talking about L.A. County and thousands of bookings. It also depends on whether the crimes are reported, whether they're considered crimes. You know, one of the ways the state rigged uh, the uh, the parole system years ago is they um, they they stopped they stopped putting people back in prison if there was a parole violation. Instead, they sent them to a local jail for ten days or less. They called it flash incarceration. So, because they went to a local jail for ten days or less. They didn't go back to a state prison for another year like they used to. So what they weren't counted as a recidivist that didn't show up on the state uh, statistic sheet as being a guy on parole who went back and committed crimes. They just eliminated the crime. They just put him in a local jail for 10 days and assigned him to another category. That's what they do. They, they rig the system so that nobody's ever rearrested, re-jailed, re-imprisoned. Re, re Doesn't happen anymore. All right. Well, very good, Blake. Anything else? Yeah, well, there's a, you know, a couple. Well, yeah, there's one thing I do want to talk about, John, real fast. You know, I was told that some of this effort could actually work against crime reform. And I'm told that cops are now being much less lenient in what they charge criminals with, uh, at least in some cases. So back in the day, they might have had somebody they could have charged heavier. But to show a little grace or to show a little kindness, they would lower the boom on some of those charges. But now knowing that if they lower those charges too much, this is going to be somebody that walks out on zero bail. Cops are way less lenient and they are going to charge you with the max that they can if it's a situation where that determines whether or not you get bail or not as a public safety measure. So in some ways, the you know, from what I'm hearing, this is working against uh, criminal reform or at least leniency on uh, people convicted or uh, arrested. For crimes. All right, Blake, thanks very much. Blake, right, thanks, Tro- Blake Trolley, KFI News. Well, you know what is the whole thing is a charade. They once again we're we're talking, we're getting in the weeds talking about the details. What these judges want, like most of the woke progressives that run the state, is they want to destroy the system entirely. They want to stop people from getting arrested, being prosecuted, going to jail, going to prison entirely. But they have to come up with a, a, a legal reason. They have to come up with a cover story. One of their core values is the whole system is screwed because more people of color end up in prison than white people. So there has to be a massive rebalancing. And 
that that that's what, what what drives them to do this stuff. And the best way is to just empty the prisons, stop prosecuting, and stop arresting, or at the very least, stop with bail money. Then nobody goes to prison, and there can't be this disproportionate thing. Of course, the, the whole disproportionate argument is absurd. You get thrown into jail or prison because of what you did, not because of your color. So who's ever in prison right now actually committed those crimes, and it was proven. But they, 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 they inverted this entire argument, so you can't even see straight. You can't even think straight anymore. It's like, wait a second. What is this disproportionate? That doesn't matter. It matters what you did, not the color of your skin. And now they use the color of skin argument to step-by-step step dismantle the system. So George Gascon doesn't prosecute. Most crimes are not uh, are, are, are not even well, nobody's even arrested now, right? You steal something uh, 950 or less, there's no arrests. If you're arrested, there's no prosecution. If there's prosecution, there's no bail. If eventually you get convicted by some miracle, there's no jail time or very little. You're let out quickly. And 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 so the purpose is to dismantle the system, and then they get you bogged down in, in arguing details. But the reasons are bogus. The real reason is they want to destroy the system. Never forget that. More coming up. Johnny Kent, KFI. Ah, I did it already. Look at that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. All right. One John, strike. <laughs> John Kobelch. Oh, Doug, stop with your cackling. <laughs> John, all right. John Kobelch Show, KFI, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John Kobelch on demand from KFI AM 640. Johnny Kent. Strike two. The Johnny... John Cobelt Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. On the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, you can hear the John Cobelt Show on demand on the iHeart app. It'll be posted. Now, we have new social media handles. Uh, this is for Twitter, X, and Instagram, and, uh, you, and I guess Facebook, at John Cobelt Radio. Got that at John Cobelt Radio, if you would like to uh, talk to us. And then uh, the Moist line is still going to be running. 877-MOIST-86 is the number. 877-MOIST-86. And we'll be playing it again, as we always have, on Fridays. Now, coming up at uh, 1.30, we're going to have Carl DeMaio on. And uh, he's going to be running... Uh, for a seat in the California legislature because he's so fed up with the one-sided, monolithic, democratic, progressive culture in Sacramento that, uh, you know, really you got to take it back one seat at a time. And so he's going to be trying. We're going to talk to him. He's down in the San Diego area, talk show host and a political activist. And we've worked with him on a number of causes over the years. Uh, but at some point, you know, you got to get on the inside. Um, have you ever been assigned to a slave contract? Uh, by, no, by no. your employer? Uh, no. Did you see this story? There is a Bay Area technology executive who's being accused in a lawsuit uh, for forcing a woman to sign a sex slave contract. And I have the contract right in front of me here. His name is Christian Lang. He's the former CEO of a business software company called Trade Shift. Uh, it was originally uh, valued in 2018 at over a billion dollars. Eventually, he was fired 
uh, about a month ago for gross misconduct on multiple grounds. Serious allegations of sex assault and harassment. Now, on Thursday, a woman called Jane Doe sued Lang and Trade Shift, saying within months of her hiring as an executive assistant, she was coerced into signing a slave contract, which led to years of rape, sexual abuse, torture, and assault. So she signed it? She signed the contract. I'm going to read you some of the contract. You let me know where you would have said, I'm not signing this. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, with this contract, uh, Jane Doe enters into a 24-7 slave relationship with her master, Christian Lang. Okay, right there. Right there? Right there. Boy, you are no fun. Uh, <laughs> henceforth, Jane Doe will be known as slave, she or her. Okay, is this real? This is real. This is a real lawsuit. I have the contract here. Uh, <laughs> she understands as of now that she is the full property with no rights outside what is outlined in this document of Christian Lang, henceforth known as master. Please. <laughs> this contract will run until the 1st of March 2015, at which point the slave will be free to leave the contract. Uh, section one, the slave's role. The slave agrees to submit completely to the master in all ways. There are, <laughs> there are no boundaries of place, time, or situation in which the slave may willfully refuse to obey the directive of the master without risking punishment, except in situations where the slave's veto applies. Oh, the slave actually has a veto? There is some, there's another section called the slave's veto. I'll get there. Wait, did a lawyer... Put this together? It, 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 it's, it sounds legalistic. So, so, so far you're saying no. Yeah, a big no. <laughs> I'd be walking out of there so fast and, and heading to a, an attorney. The slave also agrees that once entered into the slavery contract, their body belongs to their master to be used as seen fit within the guidelines defined herein. All of the slave's possessions likewise belong to the master, including all assets, finances, online accounts, and material goods. So this guy not only got her body, got all her belongings and all her money. The slave agrees to please the master to the best of her ability. Uh, they now exist solely for the pleasure of oh, master. Oh, come on. This is ludicrous. First of all, what a ding-dong to sign that. I don't understand that. And and who does this guy think he is? And was she the only one that got this contract? I, I, I don't know. I guess she was, um, I guess she was special. Uh, the slave's veto. Uh, the slave holds veto power over any command given by the master, but may only be invoked under the following circumstances where the command conflicts with any existing laws and may lead to fines, arrest, or prosecution of the slave. Uh, or when command may cause extreme damage to the slave's life, such as losing their job, uh, causing family stress, or when the command may cause permanent bodily harm to the slave. <laughs> uh, the next provision, the slave will always do her best to keep a behavior and demeanor that is fitting for her oh, role God. as a submissive to her master. Oh, come on. Uh, and you, you, there's about 20 of these, 20 of these rules. You can never lie. You must always be sexually available <laughs> and never to refuse him sex, even when she's not wearing the collar. Oh, OK. What what kind of a business is this again? 
This was a tech business oh, uh, software. No. Um, to always be attentive to her master and put his needs above hers. Mm -hmm. Updating her diary regularly to keep her master up to date with her emotions and state of mind. Agree to follow her weekly schedule. Never disrespect her master by acting rude. Not listening. Raising her voice to him. Not accepting his command. Never show defiance, contempt, or anger with even body language or tone of voice. Worship her master and all of his body. How much was she getting paid? Uh, I don't know. To never pleasure herself without wearing her collar. Oh, my God. Stop. And whenever she does pleasure herself. Knowing, he has to watch. Knowing that this privilege is given to her by her master. To... Oh, man. <laughs> Let's say to keep, well, this was in the story, to keep her bodily openings available for her master and make sure she is cleanly washed and always tell him if she flirted with or had sexual contact with other men or women. Is, is this in the U.S.? This is in San Francisco. Oh, my God. In San Francisco. In San Francisco. Trade Shift is the name of the company. Business software. You need to get that this guy happened. on the air. You need to get somebody on the air. This is outrageous. <laughs> I, I want to talk to her. Now, he's claiming that they had a consensual relationship. And maybe they were into this dominant so this, submissive. So, so this was a special contract just for her, even though she worked for him? Yes. And now she's upset that she signed this contract. Well, and she went through years of sexual abuse. How long was she at that job? It said it went on for years. Um, she, I mean, she signed it here in uh, around 2015 or 2014, maybe. And uh, he was CEO for more than 10 years. Yeah, he hired her in 2014 and she got fired in 2020. What, why did she get fired? She didn't uh, perform her, her, what, her, her slave duties? Her <laughs> I don't know. Didn't know these kind of women were out there. Or these kind of men or who they, would draw up such a contract. I, oh, I know the men are out there. I mean, but, <laughs> uh, really? I mean, it shouldn't surprise me, but that's... No, uh, no. no. Um, more coming up. Deborah Mark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> but I, I could see she, he, could, she, he could pull that on you for five Not seconds. for a second. Deborah, I would laugh. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or Kemba.org slash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. The John Kobelt Show. There you go. I'm one for three. Uh, John Kobelt here live on the uh, 24-hour iHeart. What is it? I forgot the rest of it now. It's the iHeartRadio app. It's on the iHeartRadio app, sure. And we're on the radio 1 till 4. Then after 4 o'clock, it is the John Cobalt Show on demand. By the way, there is much, much more to that slave contract that this tech guy had with his assistant. And I, I, I went to the sexual pages. Of course you did. Extremely graphic and detailed. Things that are impossible to describe on American radio right now. I just cannot believe I, this is really happening i mean what are we i, I mean we're in 2024 or almost i don't know i guess but she went for this at least for a while yeah well, something soured in that relationship yeah maybe she didn't uh well i'm i'm just when, guessing that maybe there was a financial situation gone wrong there if she's wearing the collar and she sees her master in private for the first time she's to kneel and ask if there's anything she can do for him that's that's how uh, I mean, look, there are relationships like that, right? Are there? there? Uh, yeah. Huh. I mean, you, know, you hear about them. I mean, I haven't been involved before you ask, but you have heard of them. Uh, we have Carl DeMaio on the on the line here. Carl DeMaio has been on with us frequently. He's uh, a talk show host down in San Diego. He's been on the city council there and he's also been an activist. We've worked with him on many causes uh, trying to change uh, all the absurd politics in California. And he's decided now maybe it's time to run for state assembly and go directly into the belly of the beast. Uh, Carl DeMaio, welcome. How are you? John, John, thanks so much uh, for having me on. I, I think I've lost my mind. Uh, a lot of people have called me worried uh, saying, are you okay? Why are you, why are you doing this? And it, it really is. Because I am so fed up and frustrated with the lack of fight in our state, um, I have to blame both political parties in California for the mess that our state is in that's caused so many millions of people to flee in recent years. Um, the Democrats, obviously, I think they got the terrible ideas. They are awful with their ideas. Their policies are hurting uh, every Californian from higher cost of living to crime to homelessness. It's just it's insane. But the, the, the Republicans I have to blame as well because they're not putting up a fight. Uh, the handful of Republicans we have are either too 
timid or too scared to fight or they're too inept. And I think, you know, people want to see a radical change in our state government. They want to see both points of view presented and they're not seeing that currently. So uh, I, I started thinking about doing this, John, back in October when Kevin McCarthy fell from the speakership because I anticipated he'd be leaving office and I don't think he would want to be a backbencher. And I, I said, well, who's going to, who's going to fill the void? Who's going to step up? And it's not me alone. I started talking to others and we came up with this idea of running a slate of candidates for the state legislature, which would include the state Senate and the state assembly and building something called the reform California caucus in Sacramento of elected officials. And um, we have enough people committed to doing this that um, I think this is going to be something that will will be a, a needle mover and you're, in you're, the end. You're all going to be running in the next cycle. In March, yes. March yeah. election, it's, oh. it's less than three months away. And, and then the runoff, obviously, is in the general election in November. Well, but, let, me, um, let me ask you, let me, let me yeah. ask you something, because this I've, I've thought about this a lot. It's, it's puzzled me as it puzzles you. There are a lot of issues which... Nearly all my life, I didn't think were political issues. I don't think anybody wants rampant smash and grab robberies, for example, right? I don't think anybody right. wants 70,000 homeless people sleeping in the streets, dying of opioids. Nobody wants that. That's not, I've never thought of that. I was like, is that a conservative viewpoint, a progressive? I've never thought of that. It's a dem not Democrat, Republican thing. It's just that, no, we can't have criminals running amok like we do. We can't have people living and dying in the streets like we do. We can't have a $68 billion budget deficit. I mean, you just can't have this stuff, and everybody agreed on it. And at what point did the Republican politicians, what few are left, just surrender on all this stuff and not mount any kind of a pushback on the insanity? Why? I, I think it's because uh, anyone worth their their, their salt, anyone who's talented, looks at Sacramento and says, well, do I want to go up there and be part of a permanent minority? I'm not going to be able to pass my bill because it's, a, it's so lopsided with the, the governor being a, a Democrat and the legislature being a supermajority Democrat legislature. But that's not how I see leadership. I see leadership as speaking truth to power, going up and challenging them every day on, on their corrupt agenda and what they're doing wrong. But then the other part of leadership is changing the, the political system from the outside. And that means you use a legislative seat to organize the opposition, to educate voters, to hold press conferences, to do town halls, to file ballot measures, to collect signatures, to recruit candidates. I'm looking for a team of agitators across the state. And I think we have you know, eight to 10 great candidates and more are calling me every day saying, hey, I want to join. I, I, I'm committed. I, I, here's the seat I'm running for. And so we're, we've been inundated by, by people wanting to be part of this movement. And I don't trust the Republican politicians to figure this out. We gave them 20 years. And every year, John, you've seen the same thing I've seen, which is these guys get picked off by the Democrats. Can, and there's fewer and fewer of them. Can you create a, a, a third party? Because so many people recoil when they see the word Republican on the ballot. If they see an R, it's automatic they're not going to vote for them for whatever yeah, reason, uh, right? And I'm thinking, well, um, well why don't yeah. we just dis dispense with that, with that name? 
dispense with that brand because it clearly doesn't work here and there's not too many people who want to buy the product. So come up with a new brand, a new product, and it, maybe people will give it a fair shot. You know, I I know a lot of people talk about that. I think we're stuck with a two-party system, and that's, you know, just the way our, our, our country has been since pretty much the founding. What I'm trying to do, though, is get beyond the party label and say, look, if you oppose the gas tax, then you're part of the Reform California movement. And a lot of Democrats will join us. So I think we need to start defining issues mm -hmm. yeah. uh, as, our, as, as what we're talking about, inviting everybody to the table. And uh, sometimes, John, it means we have to challenge Republicans for being do-nothing, uh, uninspired, and lazy uh, in their approach. I, I, I got to say there's a number of bad policies in California. The gas tax is one of them where a Republican voted for the bad idea. You know, Chad Mays, uh, yeah. and a former assembly oh, member. I remember that guy. A bunch of, yeah, you, you held him accountable. I mean, a lot of bad votes that that guy cast. So when you have but, Republicans but you see, that's doing the thing. bad deals. We hold him accountable on the air and, and give him a yeah. real rough time. And then he goes and runs and gets elected again anyway. I, I mean, well, the, I, vo I, well, the yeah. voters keep voting this way. And everybody's unhappy. And still, they're going to vote for more bad candidates in 2024. And they I don't will, understand I think, the disconnect. I think that there will be uh, seats that we're going to flip. And the disconnect is that you, you, you have such a terrible state uh, of the Republican Party. They don't have volunteers. They don't have college students or high school students. They don't have good candidates. I've heard from candidates across the state that said the California Republican Party never returned their call when they asked for help with the filing of paperwork just to get on the ballot and that we lost a seat because they didn't file uh, the right paperwork uh, for, for, for the seat. That is absolutely inexcusable. When you don't have a, an opposition party that will help people who want to yeah. step forward well, and, and, and offer an alternative. So that's why I'm running. I understand your, your point of having a, a two-party system, but when the second party has become a non-party, then we should replace that second party with something else that's functional because the current, whatever the Republican Party is in this state, is non-functional. It's as if it I doesn't agree. exist. And, and so my view is we, we create a reform California movement. We get beyond party labels. We invite anyone who's a Democrat or Republican to work with us. If you agree with our agenda of making California more cost effective, cost affordable, uh, putting the criminals back behind bars, cleaning up the homeless from the streets, fixing our schools. These are very basic issues that 70% of Californians agree on. Mm -hmm. yeah. One last thing about what we have to do. Our elected officials cannot be button pushers anymore. You know, they go up to Sacramento, they push the button. And you know what, if you push the button the right way, I, I guess I'll give you a little bit of credit. But your job as an elected official isn't just to push the damn button. Your job is to educate the voters and go out and help create the movement. That's what these people have not been doing on the Republican side in California. That's what this whole movement represents. And look, I, I think you would probably acknowledge that Reform California has been the agitator for the last five years oh, on yeah. the things that move the needle. Gas tax repeal, re recalling Josh Newman. I believe that if we're going to actually get more traction, we've got to take our fight inside the belly of the beast, inside the legislature. And so if people want to help, they can throw in a contribution or sign up for more information at reformcalifornia.org. That's reformcalifornia.org. And if not now, when? If not you, who? All right, Carl, thanks. Got to run. Carl DeMaio, and thanks, he's going to be running for assembly uh, down in the San Diego area.
It's the John Cobalt Show. Yeah, on the iHeart, uh, the 24-hour. Oh, man, I am confused. Live on the iHeart Radio app. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. John Cobalt Show, right. Oh, Ken is probably sitting at home in his underwear now, laughing one his ass four. off. Yeah, one for four. Okay. Uh, we are going to talk with Alex Stone coming up after 2 o'clock from ABC News. This is a, a cool story. Some Russian guy uh, boarded a plane in Denmark, made it all the way to Los Angeles. No passport, no visa, no plane ticket. And uh, Scandinavian Airlines. You don't need those things anymore? You could just walk on a plane. I assume he didn't pay for the ticket uh, since he didn't have it. And uh, nobody questioned him being on the plane. And, uh, well, the whole story is going to come from Alex, as, at least as much as we know. I, hear I, was just, I was just telling Ray, I was at JFK last night flying back from New York. And I definitely saw a few people that had a bunch of paperwork and one-way tickets out of New York. And I want to say they probably were the illegals that were getting shipped to New York, and now New York's trying to ship them out. Oh. And one guy had, I was at the security checkpoint where they check your ID, and then they check to see if your name's on any of the, the flight manifest before you go through security, like the machines and everything. Yeah. And this guy had a ticket with his name on it and a flight number, but the TSA people were saying that the flight number he had on his ticket was different and not matching the ticket and the flight number they had in the computer for him. So there was a whole big mess right. at could J be a terrorist. JFK TSA last Yeah, night. that could be a terrorist. So when this Russian stowaway thing, when I saw it on the on the pile this morning, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is this is probably something very similar to that. He almost made it all the way through. So Alex is going to have that coming up after 2 o'clock. Uh, we've been reading uh, pieces from uh, the uh, paragraphs from the slave contract that this uh, tech executive in San Francisco uh coerced a woman to sign and now she's now she's suing and uh how come i'm not hearing myself oh now i'm hearing myself uh <clears throat> now remember i told you she signed the contract and worked under this contract for years and the uh the executive and his name is christian lang he was ceo of a business software company named trade shift one of the provisions uh, well, this was this allowed the slave, the executive assistant, to get out of the contract. And I can't believe he's allowed to even have that word in there now. Mm -hmm. Well, um, since the body of the slave now belongs to the master, it's the master's responsibility to protect that body from permanent bodily harm. Should the slave ever come to permanent bodily harm during the course of punishment or any other activity, it will be grounds for immediate termination of the contract. So she could get out of the contract. If something really bad happened to her and you want to hear the provisions, sure. Permanent bodily harm shall be determined as number one, death. <laughs> That's permanent. <laughs> so if she died, she could get out of the contract. Uh, okay. Uh -huh. uh, any damage that involves loss of mobility or function, including broken bones, any permanent marks on the skin, including scars, burn damage or tattoos, unless accepted by the slave. Number three, any loss of hair by ripping. What the hell were they doing? Oh, my God. Any diseases that could result in any of the above results, <laughs> including STDs. Um, 
you could get out of the contract if you suffered drastic loss of circulation from bondage, chains, or other forms of restraints. <laughs> Any activity that caused internal bleeding. Any activity that caused extended, unintended loss of consciousness. So this this came large, would come largely from the sexual activity these two were having. Right. Yeah. Now, is this a standard contract that he hands out to all his female employees, or was she special? Uh, it, you know, it doesn't say in the lawsuit. lawsuit. There's nobody else that's... Uh, that's come forward? Come forward, yeah. So maybe some other female employees are still... Uh, but he must have worked this out over, over time because it's so detailed. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's... Uh, and then the, the last uh, the last provision is slaves' signature. It's section nine. I have read and fully understand this contract in its entirety. I agree to give everything I own to my master and further accept their claim of ownership over my physical body. I understand I will be commanded and trained and punished as a slave. And I promise to be true and to fulfill the pleasures and desires of my master to the best of my abilities. I understand I cannot withdraw from this contract except as stated in the contract, you know, such as death, that you're allowed to break the so, contract. So it, yeah. if this is all real, she very clearly would have, would have been aware of. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to know. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to her. We ha you have to oh, get I want, her. You have oh, to get I'd her. I'd love to get her. <laughs> but she's only Jane Doe right now. Uh, all right. We got more coming up. Alex Stone's going to come on about this uh, Russian man who ended up in Los Angeles. No passport, no visa, no plane ticket on a Scandinavian Airlines Jet, Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow. Grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.